Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, and then make them fight for our amusement. I am your host, my name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me, as always, is Mr. Ken Knapsack. Great to be here, great to watch some good Star Wars characters die. Yep, somebody's gonna die this week. Uh, I think our last episode, I was a little floaty about the rules of Databank Brawl, about whether death had to happen, and this week, I'm just gonna straight out say, one of these beloved characters 
must die. Wow. <laughs> uh, and the delightful laugh you hear is from our guest that we've been wanting to have on Databank Brawl forever. He's one of our favorite humans, super knowledgeable about Star Wars, and incredibly funny, Mr. Mike Black. Hi, everybody. Glad to be here. I'm excited to have Mike here. Yeah. This is, this is This show was created with Mike Black in mind. Yes. <laughs> when I was standing on the dunes of Tatooine and you know looking at the Twin Suns, thinking about the destiny of Databank Brawl, I knew no matter what, it would lead us to Mike Black. Yeah, that seems right. <laughs> that seems <laughs> a lot of people think about me when they look at the binary sunset. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Very romantic imagery. <laughs> me uh, eating pizza rolls. <laughs> those are two just giant pizza rolls in the sky, aren't they? <laughs> to Setting. me, they are. Uh, cool. So if you're listening for the first time, and Mike Black, this is the first time you're playing, you're guesting on Databank Brawl, basically we get the information about two Star Wars characters, usually obscure, weird ones, directly from StarWars.com databank, so it is fresh, accurate canon. Okay. Every once in a while we look up some Legends Expanded Universe and we entertain it up to a point, but we'll never make a decision based on Legends because okay. right. we want to learn about these characters as well. You want official canon to be the, the final word then. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. And, and we, when we pull this information off of StarWars.com, we get fascinating insights of this is what's up on the website right now, so sometimes there's really judgmental mean stuff about the characters <laughs> and that's just delightful to read. We call it the Pity Dengar Rule. The Pity Dengar <laughs> Rule, yeah, because the Dengar's description mean. <laughs> uh, and then we talk a little bit about it, if we have a relationship to these characters, feelings about them, whatever, and then, of course, we fight. So are you guys ready? I am I ready. So. I've got my internet up. Our first combatant of the day, someone who might die, is Wu Hare, the bartender in the cantina. Wow. Now, he's been on my list for a long time. Yeah. I was saving him for a special episode, and Mike Black is here, so that is special to me. <laughs> here is what StarWars.com databank has to say about Wu Hare. You didn't survive in the most icy cantina by being nice, and Wu Hare was a survivor. The gruff bartender dispensed drinks to the spacers, moisture farmers, and barflies escaping the Tatooine heat, did his best to enforce the seedy bar's handful of rules, no droids, and no settling fights with blasters, and avoided <laughs> trouble, whether it began with trigger-happy patrons or stormtroopers investigating the latest incident. That's what it has to say about O'Hare. It's pretty context-based. That's kind of based on his, uh, his scene. Yeah. Uh, there's a little bit to infer that he was super, super uh, pedantic about the rules. Yeah. What's your relationship with Wu Hair Mike Black? Are you a fan of him? <laughs> do you own his figure? Uh, I do, because it came with a cardboard version of Moss Eisley that you can assemble. <laughs> yeah, I think it comes uh, with a cup, too, right? Yeah, and, yeah. He, and he's got a pointing finger action, <laughs> yeah, <he's> got- <laughs> which, oddly, Harrison Ford has never been given Wu Hair <laughs> in the movie 30 Seconds, and he gets pointing finger. Yeah, he could say, uh, get off my plane. They're like, but no. well, yeah, we, we want him to be able to yell his robot racism as easily as possible for the kids, but, but Han Solo can't have it. Here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your droids will have to leave. Um, I, I liked him a lot. I had a feeling... Just my gut feeling was that him and Uncle Owen got along. Like, okay. like <laughs> Owen would slip out every now and again and go down to his bar, and then they would talk about how how kids suck and how you know Tashi's power <laughs> station was just a pain in that the ass. That makes sense that he you recognizes know? Luke, and that's why he looks like Luke is something he has to scrape off one of the tables later. <laughs> yeah, he gives Luke He's that like, uh, nasty look. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that seems he he just seems like the old. Like 
uh, not Barney Miller, Archie Bunker. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, space. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Just so hates you, everybody. So you like him, right? You have a... When, I, you have I a like positive? hating him, I okay. guess, you know? Yeah, mm. all right, right. Mm. I can see that. Lovable curmudgeon. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? How do you feel about him, Ken? You're uh, In your mind, you're a Star Wars bar fly. You'd be hanging yeah, out at the right. cantina and, being served by him. And I think we have to look at the stats. I think 80% of the databank brawls involve a character from the Mos Eisley Cantina because yeah. most of those people <laughs> would be the ones that get into fights. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and no different with... Woo hair, woo hair to me. I think I grew up calling him Wur. Wur, um, that but, might be right. Woo, woo, but woo hair uh, seems better. But actually, oh, yeah. is, is, that's all one word. It's yeah, W U H E R. And yeah. I've always said woo hair, but it could be just I'm making him French for some well, reason. I googled woo hair and don't <laughs> just, just avoid that altogether. I'm looking at her stuff here yeah. on Wikipedia, which again we we don't take uh, this in factor too much into our fight. But I, I little the the character was. As Gone through some different names. The okay. bartender, Cato uh, uh, Partu or Cedo Partu. The character was later renamed as Wu Hair, uh, and part of the new canon established on April twenty fifth, two thousand fourteen. But I think the yeah. name came way before that. Yeah, his action figure is named. Yeah, that. yeah. So that's incorrect as well. Well, again, why you don't trust wikis as much? <laughs> uh, they're also saying he was portrayed by British actor Ted Burnett, and but that's not his voice. It's di- dubbed from another actor. Again, wow. Let's dig and find that up. They also claim that the character was an orphan, worked his way off Tatooine streets. Doesn't factor in, but that's interesting. It could factor into this Makes character. Uh, he is a homeworld tattooing species uh, male, no size given, uh, height or otherwise, hair color brown, eye color brown, skin color light, but I would describe it as wrinkly and dusty. Um, <laughs> they do have a quote, and it is the quote you would want to hear. Uh, we don't serve their kind here. What? They're <laughs> droids. They'll have to wait outside. Um, so uh, my emotional attachment to the character is uh, is minimal, surprisingly. Okay. He, he's a very noticeable and well-known Star Wars side character. I just I, – I liked Han Solo more in that scene. I focused more on him. <laughs> okay. And – as someone who has a little bit of social anxiety, walking into uh, walking into a bar, I'm always afraid that someone like him is going to be immediately yeah. like not welcome, but like you're you're causing problems. Yeah, yeah. barking so, orders at yeah. you. For- <laughs> yeah. So I'm not close to this character. Yeah. See, I have a strong emotional attachment to him. I think for similar reasons as you, but with a different outcome. Uh, you know, is growing up loving Star Wars, I started to get attached to the weird characters, the side characters, and I thought he was fascinating because he's one of the few people in a new. Hope is doing just a recognizable Earth job. Yeah, and I thought true, that was true. really funny and but interesting. But having to do it with monsters too. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah, but it's the same thing. So I'll have one of those, whatever that is. Like you know, whatever crappy Tatooine space drink is on special that he's just pulling that tab. And well, just... but you know how like uh, people from other countries don't believe in tipping. Yeah, imagine yeah. it's like that times a million. <laughs> it's like don't please don't eat my other customers because that's not cool here. I don't know what it's like where you oh, live. Right, yeah, but he's got here, this really specific. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no eating. That did relate to him as I went out into the world and discovered, hey, this drinking thing's awfully fun. I think yeah. I'll do more of that. He was one of the images in my mind of people are going to look at me like Luke. I mm-hmm. related to Luke of like, I bet I come off as innocent and stupid and I'm trying to pretend <laughs> like I know what the drink I'm ordering <laughs> yeah. is. But I know that guy behind the bar knows I'm a fake. <laughs> and I had those those doubts in that. But as I met more grumpy people like him as I grew up are like, oh, 
they're just grumpy because whatever happened to them, <laughs> they're not actually judging me. They yeah. don't care about me. They don't care about you at all. They're, yeah, that's they're the whole busy point. with their own stuff. That, yeah. that look is... Who cares working through yeah. some stuff? Am yeah. I, are you worth my time? Yeah. No. I'm not going to engage with you. <laughs> it's kind of rude the way you tug my shirt, you little bastard, but yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, okay. I really like the character. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Do we have any any other physical stats that uh, we need to know? N- nothing of physical. He doesn't really come with a weapon. As we discussed, he, uh, Mike, you were telling us that the figure uh, yeah. comes, comes with the comes pointing with, hand, so that's, yeah, that's a weapon in itself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right? He, he can direct you somewhere away from violence, Send but that's you about away. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'm intrigued about the no droids rule, but I think that will uh, come up more right. in our, in our well, and do, debate. Doesn't he, in the fight, when the fight's actually happening, he, he just yells out, no blasters? <laughs> I think he does, yeah. But so he doesn't does. duck. He just stands there and yells, no blasters, no blasters. <laughs> Which technically, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll get around to that. So this is the Titan who is going to attempt to take down <laughs> Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. 
our next combatant is Alan Slesbegato. <laughs> oh no! I, right before you said it, I had a new. I, yeah, I think had you had were notion. going there. Yeah, I yep. wanted another bar patron from yep. a different bar. <laughs> And we have the wonderful Ilan Slesbegano. Uh, if you don't know who we're talking about, you will in a moment. This is what StarWars.com Databank has to say about him. The aptly named Ilan Slesbegano made his living selling death sticks to the patrons of the Outlander Club and other hotspots in the underlevels of Coruscant. Always in search of credits, Slesbegano targeted both desperate addicts and unwise thrill seekers. Yeah, <laughs> that's our Sleaze Begano. So nothing too surprising in there. Uh, we did get a little bit of a better understanding, maybe, of uh, his, that he's not just about death sticks. He's just in search of credits, no matter how uh, he gets them. And also that he targeted both desperate addicts and unwise thrill seekers. Kind of gives <laughs> us a little sense of what the lower levels of Coruscant were like, of like, they're truly messed up people who need death sticks. Right. And then there are, like, people who slum it for a night down at the Outlander Club. Yeah, and I kind of think not particularly great at his job. No. Like, even at who he's targeting, because it's like, it, at that point, on Coruscant at least, you'd have a pretty good idea of what a Jedi looks like. Right. So if you One come rolling up to a Jedi <laughs> and asking him if he wants death sticks, you're not very good at what you do. That's right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so he has to know what the answer is going to be. <laughs> right, yeah. It's like, no, is he just trying to get a rise out of other? Is he trying to make <laughs> death sticks look more cool? Yeah. By offering them to a Jedi, and then the Jedi's <laughs> like, "No, death sticks are stupid." All the cool kids will be like, "Well, I don't want to listen well, to Jedi. Have one. Yeah, yeah, I need a death stick then." <laughs> okay, what do we got on Alon Sleesbegano? Okay, he's one point seven eight meters tall, mass seventy <laughs> kilograms. Uh, he's a male from the planet Balosar. Uh, again, we we go with canon. So what I'm about to say. It probably not canon. It's, I'm on my phone. I'm not on my computer, so the tabs are confusing okay. to me. Um, so, <laughs> so the quote, of course, is, you want to buy some death sticks? You want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my life. That we know. That we know. Ilan Sabagano. They've changed his name now. What bull? No. Also crap. known as Ilan Bagano, was a Balasar medical student. On Coruscant, who <laughs> fell in with a bad crowd. Uh, he eventually became a slithmonger and dealt death sticks in the Outlander Club, which is where he meets Obi-Wan. So I'm going to skip ahead again. A slithmonger? A slithmonger. Uh, That's a door I'm not opening um, right now. Yeah. Uh, again, he, he became addicted to his own product. These are what you just don't do. So we'll skip ahead. It goes, after being mind-tricked by Kenobi <laughs> in the Outlander Club, he went home and completely rethought his life. <laughs> he managed to break his death addiction and swore off the slith-mongering business. None of that I'm accepting as I canon I do not accept right that now. as canon because yeah. what that means is the Jedi know they can end drug addiction <laughs> in an afternoon by just <laughs> yeah. going to the lower levels of Coruscant and just saying, don't do drugs anymore. <laughs> And they just don't bother. Yeah. I can't accept that it's canon. I, sorry, Jedi I, are not I that had evil. to read that because I That's never hilarious. really dove into this character, and it's, it's wow. Can you describe well, a little bit what he... they have an uh, influence over the weak-minded. They might not be able to get everyone. Yeah. Who's, oh, that's true. That's true. You know, they'd be able to get a couple guys like him. Right, but people who are know. like, I need Death Sticks to write my great novel. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're not going to Yeah, they're going to be... Fair enough. ...a little more willful about it. But he did tell him to do that, and he did leave the bar, so... Yeah. Yeah. The, we know he at least got out of the bar. <laughs> yeah. He at least made it that far before turning around and, and starting immediately, over. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ken, can you give a little bit of a physical description of him? Because I, th- I think pre- people probably don't have his 
picture in mind as much as they yeah, have. Yeah, you know, uh, he looks as though he's a Ren Faire hipster. He's got this long <laughs> yeah. trench coat. He's got uh, a nice, simple undershirt that's a button-up with a collar. He's got... Um, Looks like a almost a choker, but it might be a part of a cape or the part of the jacket goes up around the neck. His hairstyle, uh, he looks he's reminiscent of Cary Elwes early in, early in his career. Okay. He, he had a future before falling <laughs> off into the uh, underworld of death sticks. Um, uh, you know, simple white looking kid, the typical medical student turned drug user. Am I remembering yeah. correctly that he has some sort of little horns or he antennae? He does have antennae in the movie, but in this picture on the yeah. Wik- Wikipedia, he doesn't have that. But yes, he has something in the movie. Were, yeah, he has antennae. Yeah, I want right? to say like. Like if Smurfs had antenna, I forget. Yeah, like little fleshy antennae. They have little. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at it right now here in a picture. Yep. Cups at the end. Yeah. Not not balls, but cups. Yeah. You know? like, He's not one of those balls. Oh, yeah. Tentacles head. <laughs> no. Yeah. Sucker oh, yeah. Tentacle. No. It, it's classic alien type of looking. Oh like, yeah. 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 They're taller than I remember. Yeah, yeah. They're very prominent. In yeah. That. And he's got some facial hair going on. They're there. like yeah. disrupt you at a concert. Tall. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to sit behind really Elon Musk Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you go to see that. Finger and Dan the modal nodes play. Uh, <laughs> all right, Mike Black, emotional yeah. relationship to Alon Vegano. Did you remember him before this podcast? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remembered him because uh, that that was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Yeah. Uh, was just that whole sequence in the bar. And, uh, yeah, it was nice seeing, like, how a young Obi-Wan operated. Even back then, he was still pretty cool in how he dealt with people, you yeah. know, he, like he was still pretty even tempered, you know, and just saw the guy as a minor nuisance and didn't, you know, waste a lot of time preaching to him or anything like that. Just right. Dealt with him quickly and then moved on, you know, and um, I liked, I of course didn't know the character's name at the time, but when they finally made a figure of him, I thought that name is perfect. Yeah. And uh, so that's. Pretty much it for my emotional attachment. Okay, to him. how about you, Ken? I have to admit that I really liked that scene. Yeah. I like a lot yeah. of things in that bar there. I always joke about Kenobi. He just wants a drink, and he was, of course, he mm-hmm. knew about this club. And, yeah. And um, I liked that scene. I can't deny it. When I saw it the first time in theater, I laughed, laughed out loud. The yeah. audience did. Yep. Um, you got out of the movie, and I hate the prequels and everything, but that moment got me. The yeah. character, when I discovered the character name, it was an eye roll, but it was like a... <laughs> it a was a good eye good roll. Good eye roll. It was like, of course, George Nance like, and Elon <laughs> Sleepspot got out. Hammerhead exists, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, you know. There was something about it. Was it... Was it was was it corny? Yes, but it was funny, and it was a lived-in real moment. Destix <laughs> is a stupid name. Of course it is. Yeah. But in yeah. some regards, so is Skywalker. So I just mm-hmm. said Skywalker and Destix are in the same uh, category. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did. But I'm, I liked the game. I actually, yeah. you know, I kind of liked Deathstix because it was a very no BS way of saying this is what I think about smoking. <laughs> right. You know, it was like, they're just Deathsticks. Yeah. You're paying for death. You know? Yeah, it's just, it's Obviously a drug, yeah. yeah. And I'm glad it was. And wasn't I thought, like, you know, in an all family movie, not a bad way to go. You know? Yeah. yeah. And and it's in they sounded like cigarettes, but now this description it sounds much more like they're much in, more yeah, intense much drug more intense, of some yeah. Right. yeah, I think that's a great way to say it about the whole character and the scene. It was like being hit over the head with a gentle, soft, fun mallet, you know, because it's <laughs> yeah. like yes, it's Sleaze Begano, it's so over the top. I yeah. have to love it. Uh you know, it's up there with Savage Opress of the most ridiculous <laughs> name in Star Wars. <laughs> but it's appropriate. And I do love the way Obi-Wan is a, is being, he wants a drink, but he's also just being that perfect Obi-Wan tactician of like, yeah. that Zam Wessel will attack me if I'm just drinking at the bar. And the way yeah. he says it to Anakin with such pleasure of 
I'm going to get a drink. Yeah. Uh, and I think might be relevant to the fight. I love uh, the performance of Sleaze Begano when he says the, I want to reconsider my life. He does this little magician's role yes. where he tucks the death sticks back into his hand and they just yeah. go away right away. And it's great to see that immediate physical reaction yeah. Yeah. to the mind control. It gave it flair. So I've, I've been a big but fan of But you notice he didn't Begano. throw them away. <laughs> he <laughs> nope. just, just tucked them away. Didn't get a yeah. cliff monger. Because he, he didn't say go change your life. He said reconsider <laughs> it. Reconsider. Uh, okay, so I think we know everything we need to about Wuher and Ilan Vegano. So now let us fight. So... <laughs> The first thing we're going to decide is where is this bar, uh, this fight taking place? Uh, I had a Freudian slip and said bar. As I said that, it's obviously taking place in some kind of bar, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, it isn't a bar, but it's not the Mos Eisley Cantina. No, no. We're not on Tatooine this time, guys. No. Yeah. We're here after the events of New Hope and the changing galaxy decided I've had enough. I want to take a little bit of vacation. I've earned this. I've earned this vacation. So he, right after he heard the Death Star exploded, um, he had no idea who did it, of course, not the kid he about kicked out of his bar. He booked a trip with a local uh, travel agent on Tatooine and <laughs> headed towards the center of the galaxy, the place he'd never been. He's been out of rim his whole life. And he looked at the star maps uh, and he thought, could I, should I go to Hosnian Prime? It's a still developing planet. Yeah. There was uh, Harloff Minor was nearby there. <laughs> and uh, he thought about not, eh, now, you know, I'm going to go where the action is. I'm going to go. It's like someone in our time saying, I'm finally going to New York. And he went to Coruscant. Right. He knows that yeah. there are sights to see. And he knows if I just want to be a grump and work in a bar and sneeringly judge people <laughs> and be as racist as I want to droids, what a great place to yeah, do that. This that is, is the, the place, place to do it. Yeah. So, Mike Black, do you think he's just a tourist or do you think he opens up his own new bar? Uh, probably more like he's scouting to open a, a new okay. bar. You know, like move there, get the lay of the land first, and then open a bar. Right. I okay. like that. Okay, so I think he goes to a bar and is a little already perturbed that there are droids there. Because I think this is right, particular yeah. to him. I think oh, he's got yeah. a weird oh, issue. Yeah. I think uh, 4LM or 4LM, I think, shot him in the leg once. I think yeah. he hates droids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In fact, the, the prequel to this fight is he where we're at now. He actually, one of his first meals, he went into the Dexter's diner. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that a droid came up to him and rolled yeah. up yeah. on him. You want some Jawa juice? He was like, what the hell is this? And got up and just walked. <laughs> I certainly do not. <laughs> yeah. Good day, man. I will take my credits elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't eat in places like this. Uh, I'll okay. be writing a letter yeah. to your boss. <laughs> so he's full of droid racism <laughs> theory. Yeah. yeah. Wishing he could install the detectors everywhere. The big city is already upset him. Oh, yeah. Already. <laughs> already. Why did I even come here? Uh, all right. So he's in there, and I think at this point, a much older Alon Slesbegano yeah. comes in, and I think he has broken his habit of enjoying death sticks himself, mm -hmm. but realizes these are these are lucrative. Yeah. He's, yeah. He, he's even figured out how to really water them down. He's like, I just need to get like one or two non-scary people hooked. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, this is the days the Empire's still going. Yeah, they've had a blow dealt with them with the, the destruction of the first Death Star, but this is in the old times when mm -hmm. he was selling Death Sticks as a young medical student. Uh, the, the Republic was still going. The Empire takes over. There's a lot more caps on trade and, and tariffs and taxes, and it's, as we've seen in the Rebels cartoon, the Empire's reach goes far and wide, and low. The, it reaches. It goes low. It goes yeah. low. So the very the, balls of Coruscant. Right. Yeah. So the death stick <laughs> trade level, it, it's, it's, it's a little more dangerous, but it's, it's a little more necessary. It's the only way, unfortunately, that he knows how to make a living. So he's definitely still a dealer. Yeah, no Jedi around to stop you now. Right. Uh, oh, so, yeah. So I think, uh, Mike, that he 
walks up to Wu Hair. I think he sees tourist. a <laughs> total Coruscant tour. Like he's yeah. overhearing. Look at this guy yell about droids like they do <laughs> on some backwards outer rim planets. Yeah. yeah. He's, I'm going to hook him for life. I'm going to set him up in one of my death stick dens. He's never going to leave. He's just going to make me money. So yeah. how does, uh, talk us through Elon making the approach to Wu Hair. How does that initial interaction go? Yeah, I think he sees him, you know, reading one of the local maps, <laughs> trying to find <laughs> some place to go. And he's, oh, you're looking for entertainment, that sort of thing. I know a place, <laughs> you know, it's one of those sort of deals. Yeah. Like, uh, come with me. I know uh, down this this <laughs> corridor here. And uh, have you ever heard of death sticks? What do you think of those? I don't myself. I don't care for them, but I, you know, they have these newer ones now that don't even have half the effects of the old ones. Right. Uh, just so much better. And uh, they're tasty now. They actually have a flavor to them that they didn't have before. You look like you eat. You're, yeah. you're a bit of an eater. They're, yeah. they're delicious. Uh, now, I don't have any myself, but I know a guy who could get us some. And uh, it'd be great. Do you like ladies? They have ladies. Uh, what what species? You just let me know. Any species you like, they have those kind yeah. there. Co- double for Twi'leks, though. Cost yeah. double for Twi'leks. <laughs> Always double for Twi'leks. Yeah. And I think he's fine because I think he likes the Thorian ladies. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The Thorian ladies are very calm and peaceful, never caused any problems back on the cantina in Tatooine. You know, what they don't have is droids. You're not going to find any droids at this place. <laughs> Just a nice, mellow death stick buzz and a few fine ladies to look at. So, Ken, is Wu Hair into this pitch or does it piss him off? He turns around and he's listening. His pitch is going. And his, Elon is, he's, you know, he's got his, his wrap down. And Wu Hair just looks at him slowly and he's got that crusty, he's still got those crusty sideburns. The, the, the sand from Tatooine is still falling out. Of his hair, <laughs> and he just looks at him and just kind of stares and goes, eh, "What's with the things on your head?" <laughs> and that's all he says. Just stares daggers through him. Okay, and I think I think Begano at this point knows uh, I'm getting older. I'm off. I'm off my game. I thought this guy was an easy right. mark, and he's starting with conflict, and he's starting with yeah. the personal. He's not even saying I'm not into death sticks. He's just like. Yeah. Your tentacles, right your down, head right. tentacles are stupid. Right. Your antennae <laughs> are dumb. Uh, and I think maybe Alon is like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, maybe I could make it up to you by uh, ordering you a drink. And he calls over yet another droid server. Oh, yeah. And at this point, Wu Hair has just had it. And I think he oh. just stands up and says... You put a droid in my face? And he, he, he gives him a nice... Uh, I think, actually, you know what? He flicks the antenna Oh, with his oh. finger. And you don't do that. I think that hurts. I think those yeah. are sensitive, like yeah. testicles. They're, they're basically antenna. You know, they're, they're very sensitive. Very sensitive to everything. Yeah, and I think he flicks him, and he flicks Elon Slees Begano's antenna and sends him into embarrassing cries of agony yeah. mid-bar. <laughs> Which would lead him to pull out whatever the closest thing to a Derringer they have in the Star Wars galaxy is. <laughs> like a, a one-shot blaster. 
So you think Elon has like an ankle oh, absolutely. holster? Absolutely. Yeah. He absolutely has an ankle holster. Needs it. He's been down to thirteen yeah. thirteen. He needs that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you think he just he just drops blaster on him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just immediately. Wu Hair instinctively yells, "No blasters!" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. But it's too late. Rule. It's too late. The first shot has been fired. And I think yeah. at this point, just to just for safety, uh, even though there's only ever been one lightsaber incident in the <laughs> cantina, he also says, "And no lightsabers, just in case." <laughs> <laughs> As an amendment to my earlier rule. So, do you think, uh, Mike? Do you think Elon's fast enough? Do you think he actually hits Wu Hair? Fast enough, but not accurate enough. Oh, that's fair. That's so fair. You he, know. they're standing right next yeah. to each other, and Wu Hair is a gentleman of size, but he still right. misses. He, he. I think mm. he hits the meat. But nothing vital, you know. Right, oh, okay. Right. And Wu Hair's like, I can take that all day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, he, this isn't the first time he's been shot <laughs> right. at all, even remotely. Right, and so <laughs> the, the shot, you're right, Mike, it, it hits Wu Hair, but maybe like upper arm into the, into maybe some neck meat. Yeah. And, and Wu Hair yells, you're, you're some kind of Greedo. Like, he's just, like, <laughs> laughing. He's laughing at him now. It, 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 he's amused. Yeah, maybe he cracks his knuckles, like, oh, just, yeah. oh this is going to be fun. And I think he, I think he <laughs> like picked up days. I think he picked up a catchphrase that he says now whenever he gets into a fight. And he says, I got to say this in advance. Sorry about the mess. <laughs> and then just plows him, just meets yep. fists like matured hams, pound into maybe, Elon's face. Maybe holding him by the antennas and punching oh, him in the face. Oh, like, just full. Looney Tunes cartoon yeah, beating. Hardcore. The bar has stopped. Yeah, because Sleazebagano, he yeah. trades on being, like, elegant, right? Right. He's, got, he's like, yeah, I'm a sleazebag, but I'm an elegant sleazebag. I can show you a good time. Like, I got a little magic trick. I'm twirling yeah. my death stick. So, yeah. This is horrible for him. There's nothing elegant about what's happening. No. Yeah, no. There's there's blood flying just, off. Just a teeth. brutal beating. Yeah. It's just it's it's punching. It's punching. He's not even punching. varying from face. He's not even doing body <laughs> no. blows. Yeah. Right. It's just no. okay. No, we're we're You're hearing can. the starts of sentences in between <laughs> each punch. Well, let me. But, but I, if I could just, if you just, I'd reconsider my. Yeah. 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 Okay. So. Does is he does Elon keep firing? I think Elon keeps firing. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't think he's. I think now it's accurate and wild, inaccurate, wild. It's I think people are around. ducking. Yeah. I think there's probably an anti-blaster droid that's like, <laughs> yeah. basically just a giant shield that's trying to roll up. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I think Sleaze Bagano though has to get. He has to rebound here. Right. Yeah. Flight or flight. Flight. Flight or fight instincts take right. over. Survival instincts. And I think he goes with uh, with what uh, he was bullied in medical school, so he knows this trick. He goes with a swift kick to the groin. Right. Yeah. What you did to my head, I'm going to do to your lower regions. It's only fair. Right. right. And I think that that breaks Wu Hair's gra- oh, grip. Yeah. And then I think he's got death sticks on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think whatever is in death sticks mm-hmm. is deadly. Oh yeah. It's not friendly. And I think if he can get a death stick out, break it open, and put it in Wu Hair's eye. Oh, only chance for survival. Foreign substance. Yeah, he's going foreign substance. 80s wrestling here now. Okay. Yeah, like maybe you can ingest it internally, but you don't want it in your eye. Like Mm. you you wouldn't want like meth crystal rubbed in your eye. (laughs) I think that's basically what it is. True point. True point. I I thought you were going to go like a whole pack in his mouth or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Shut it. Shoving him. Well, Well, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, Let's say he's going to he's going to try to get a death stick in every head orifice. (laughs) Up the noses, in the ear, up the noses. Up the up nose, the nose yeah. in the ears. Wrong species. Uh, sound like I've had some <laughs> death sticks. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I think he manages to get some there in there, uh, yeah. and it's it's fight or flight. And I think this is is what really determines. 
I think he manages to jam some death sticks in there with his his quick little magician hands. Sure. Yeah, he's got some skills. Wu Her were however you pronounce it, is startled. Now, Elon could go in for the kill or he could run for his life. What do you think he does? I think he runs. I think he gets up to run. But that doesn't mean Wuher isn't going to re- recover enough to make some final steps. Yeah, so now we're right at the... Go ahead. I have a question at this point. Yeah. Is there solid canon on the effects of Death Sticks? Uh, not that I am aware of. I'm going to have to... So, yes, he might be seeing... angel dust... Right, true. It turns the fight around completely. So, yeah, he might be seeing, like, an EOP riding a Bantha. Like, who knows what weird crap he's seeing. Exactly. So, at at this point in uh, Data Bank Brawl is when I like to pause, because we're really near the end of telling our narrative, and find out where we're at with the panel. Right. Who... Ken, who do you think should win? Because the other person, as we've decided this episode, is going to die. Yeah. So I think one of these, both have lived a long life. Yeah. <laughs> but one has lived a longer, harder, tougher life. And sometimes in, in these stories of, of great epic tales, just because you lived that long, tough, harder life doesn't mean it ends the way you wanted it to end. <laughs> yeah. I think Wu Hair is going to bite the Tatooine dust. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you agree, Mike Black? I would have to agree. No, even if even if he does go angel dust and where he's like got five minutes of invincibility, yeah, he <laughs> might put him in the hospital, but he's still gonna his heart will explode afterwards or something like yeah. that. Yeah, you yeah, you know. Okay, I, I'm done. I think with that. it's a tough fight, no matter what. Like yeah. it's tougher than when we first introduced these characters. I thought it would be. But I think it's a real knockdown, drag out, and yeah. like one of them's just barely walking away, and the other one's going in the ground. Yeah, I think this know? is morally the correct decision. Alon yeah. has attempted re- to reconsider his life. He might again mm-hmm. after he's been pounded in the face. <laughs> yes. Who has been just hating on droids for decades now? <laughs> yeah. Right, and right. he has never changed. So I think narratively, we got Alon's screaming out of there. He's just he's he's trying to survive, yeah. and Who uh, being stubborn is running after him. What do you think happens next, Ken? Uh, I think they get just outside the door. Um, Wu Her and Sleeze Bagano, he's panicked. He's bumping into things and creatures. Wu Her, in his angel dust like state, does get a hold of him and starts pounding him again. But it's at a rate, he's building up, his, his yeah. heart rate's building up. Right. A lot of things are happening here. Um, and I think that's what's happening, at least right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What do you think happens next, Mike? I think his heart explodes, <laughs> like, <laughs> real hard, yeah. <laughs> like, and in a not fun, funny way. Yeah. Just like, oh, like one of those. I, I think, if I, if I may, Joseph, as, as Sleaze Bagano's being punched and punched and punched and punched, the final, it's like, it's almost like the finish him blow is mm-hmm. coming, yeah. coming. And we're has him, we're here, has him, and, and the fist is coming up, and Beg- Sleaze Bagano is flashing back all the yeah. moments in his life. Course in medical school, the first time he tried a death stick, first time he yeah. sold a death stick, the meeting with that weird mulleted guy in the bar <laughs> at one point, that the night Sam Wessel died, Sam Wessel yeah. died, they all remember that night. It's a song now. The it's night a song. Sam Wessel died. The night Sam Wessel died. They all have a drink once a year. All that's flashing in his eyes. And as the fist is coming down. Well, hair just stops. Yeah. yeah. And here's. Let's him go. Falls. 
Here's what I think is the last thing that Wuher sees. I think he's got strange visions. It's mostly of blasters and droids, the two things he hates more than anything. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. And then his vision's starting to clear. He's, he's starting to maybe be able to focus on this little bastard he needs yeah. to murder. And right <laughs> around uh, this time, the Empire is in control of mm-hmm. Coruscant. But I think this is a pre-rebellion. Yeah. yeah. And I think Bail Organa is on Coruscant. Oh, wow. And, of course, uh, with him is his droid, C-3PO. Mm. Right. <laughs> One of the droids. Yeah. The that, very same right. droids that he that, kicked Yeah, that Wu Hair has hated more than any. Yeah. And I think he, something's wrong. Everything's blurry. He gets everything crystallized for a moment. He sees the little bastard he's trying to punch, and then he looks up and he sees this obnoxious prissy droid. <laughs> and the droid just says, oh, my. And that's, <laughs> yeah. bam, his heart explodes. His heart explodes. <laughs> the, his heart explodes. The last words he hears. Yeah. Oh, my. Or, oh, oh, my. And... The, all vision had faded away, and he saw the 3PO that he saw in the bar. It was the same, but it was a new 3PO that everyone else saw and heard. But Wu Hare was seeing the old 3PO and <laughs> heard that voice, and he was back home. He had died, but mentally, he was floating off into the ether back home. <laughs> Excellent. Then that is our tale of bars and death in that great galaxy far, far away. Titan's fun. We're going to have to do more for sure death here on Databank Brawl. Uh, we're going to wrap up, Fatality. though. Fatality. Ken, where can people find you? At Ken Napsuck across all social media platforms. And uh, you can find me writing poems about bartenders across the galaxy. <laughs> Excellent. And Mike Black, where can people find you? Anything you want to plug? Uh, at Mike Black Attack. And I'll be at the improv tonight. Does this, I don't know. <laughs> this will be a little while later. But there's a yeah. good oh, chance yeah. you're at the improv anyways. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I do uh, the nighttime show there. And I'm at the comedy store a lot. Awesome. You guys can uh, find me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can follow my comedy adventures and shows and whatnot on my website, josephscrimshaw.com. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter as at Force Center Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said while no one was really listening to him, I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.